You're listening to Inspirational Perspective with Linnell Harris. Inspirational Perspective is all about murdering mediocrity and living the best life possible. Are you living the best life possible? You can subscribe to the Inspirational Perspective blog at www.inspirationalperspective.com. Follow Linnell on social media. Go to Facebook and like the Facebook page, Inspirational Perspective. You can also follow Linnell on Twitter and Instagram at the handle Linnell Harris. In this recording, Linnell continues his conversation on what's your relationship with possibility. In this second part, Linnell asks his radio audience, do you avoid opportunity? And are you feeding your potential? Let's join the conversation. Tonight's topic is what is your relationship with possibility? What is your relationship with possibility part two? And the two questions that I'm asking this evening, uh, one of them stems from last week's discussion because this is part two. And that is, do you avoid opportunity? And then the second question is, are you feeding your potential? Are you feeding your potential? And so we'll see if if I'm able to get through both questions this evening and really adequately go after them. Like like I've shared with you guys before, I really want to peel back the onion. All right, so I'm going to get right in to the topic. What is your relationship with possibility? This right here, WVON, at one point was an idea, was a concept that became real for the Span family. What's your relationship to possibility? And last week, I also asked the question, do you ever wonder why you don't follow through on your goals? Like, do you ever, you know, you, you set the goal and, and do you wonder why you don't do that? And last week, we had the opportunity to really dive in and discuss that. We didn't finish. Um, and so this evening, I like to keep that going. So let's get into tonight's topic. I want to finish up sharing the seven ways we avoid new opportunity. The seven ways we avoid new opportunity. And when I kicked off the show last week, I told a quick story about how a group of coaches and I, we put together the service project and we went to the Pacific Garden Mission. And basically the longest short of the story is I walked into a room of 200, 250 men to give them free coaching, you know, free coaching. None of them moved because of the fear of opportunity or maybe peer pressure too. You know, if I get up, what will somebody else think? And so finally I got, I had to really persuade 20 men to get up. And I used that story to basically share how a lot of us relate to opportunity. You know, because it's something that we, we can't control or because it creates some type of shift or change or, it's, you know, maybe something new and different, often we, we shy away from opportunity. And opportunity is typically how you make it to the next level. So, I, you know, we, we, we dived into this and I, I, I shared the set. Well, I didn't share all seven. I shared two of the seven last week. And so I want to see how far we can make it tonight. And like I said, I'm going to take my time and try to peel back all the layers of the onion. So last week, the first way we, av- we allow ourselves to avoid new opportunity, the first way was current circumstance. So what is my current circumstance? 
you know, not enough time or something happened or something didn't happen or what someone did to you or someone or what someone didn't do to you. All these things we we use as excuses to avoid new opportunities. And so I I really dived into that last week. I'm not going to dive in it tonight. And then the other thing I shared was we often avoid new opportunity because we want to avoid disappointment. And I shared a quote from the book, The Unfolding by Price Pritchett, where he said that research shows that human beings have a far greater sensitivity to losses than to gains. And so we dived into that. We talked about that in detail. And so I want to continue to go down the list of the seven reasons why we avoid new opportunity. And so the third thing is our present comfort. You know, I think I talked about present comfort last week because I, I shared how often we, we get caught up in the right now versus really thinking about if I invest the time where I can be three, four, five years from now. And so I, I, and I talked about revolutionary patience. So I think I talked about that. I'm going to skip that and then get to straight to number four. Okay. So number four is self-protection. Why do we avoid new opportunity? Because we want to protect ourselves. So one of the things I've been doing for you guys is really diving into ontological coaching and sharing some of the concepts of ontological coaching with, with concepts that I've shared in the past in a way to lay even more planks so you can really begin to understand what I'm, what I'm talking about here. Because I think when you say avoiding new opportunity, you know, a lot of people might say, I don't, I don't avoid new opportunity. And you do. You do. And I, and I see it happen all the time. I invite people out to, to workshops. Oh, no, I don't have time for that. Or I don't have enough money for that. You know, you, without even really thinking about what is the opportunity on the other end? Where could, what could I learn? What might I walk away? How might this change my life forever if I happen to miss this? And we get so caught up in what we know that when an opportunity that we don't know or have a full understanding for, we let it slip by. And so one of the reasons we do that is self-protection. And let me explain. We've all been hurt. You know, somebody's hurt us. You know, in some way, we've had some type of harm, maybe not physical harm, maybe psychological harm. You know, we had someone scream at us or or embarrass us or maybe we've just been taken advantage of in some way or another. But what that does is it creates an experience. And, and what happens as human beings, we begin to take these experiences and use those experiences to navigate our future. Now, there's a part of this that is a good thing. If you went down a dark alley before. And when you went down that dark alley, you got jumped on and now you're scared to go down dark alleys. It's probably a good idea to pay attention to your intuition if you're about to turn down a dark alley and something says no. <laughs> OK, so I, I don't want to I, I don't want to act like past experience is not a good thing. But the same way past experience can teach us not to do the same dumb thing twice It also keeps us from looking to experience something 
new that has nothing to do with a dark alley or physical bodily harm. Again, it could be someone saying, hey, here's an investment opportunity. First thing we think is, nah, man, you know, I got $100 in my pocket. I want to keep it that way. And so you keep it that way. All you have is $100. And when you spend it on something that feels safe, because we know that's that's not new opportunity. That's just habit, right? Or or necessity to go spend it on some chicken or on a taco. Now you're down to 95 <laughs> and you just keep chipping away because we're so afraid to go after the new opportunity. I mean, the funny thing is 100 bucks comes and goes for all of us. I don't care what kind of money you make. So why is it that when you are having a conversation about money and investing, a lot of us, we, you know, we, we get tight. That's not necessarily what we want to do. Why? Self-protection. And that's where I'm getting at with number four. So let me lay a plank. Well, let me share one more thing before I lay the ontological coaching plank. Self-protection, the unfortunate things that happen to us um, haven't always been a result of opportunity. And somehow we feel like we have to protect ourselves from anything that we don't know. Anything unknown can possibly be a source of pain. And so we see that as, you know, well, instead of it avoiding new opportunity, I'm just you know, eliminating or keeping any potential pain at bay. And it's as if opportunity itself has caused all of our misfortunes to befall us. Anything that happened in our past is like opportunity did it. And I'm going this deep on purpose because I want to share an ontological coaching concept to help back this up. So if Opportunity itself has caused all of our misfortunes to befall us, you know, which it hasn't. In essence, our pains have been caused by so much more than opportunity that has seemed to backfire. I mean, if you really want to get down to it, it's been caused by so much more, not opportunity. However, we still avoid opportunity. So let me tell you why. Why is it hard for us to take advantage of new opportunity? Why is it when a friend says, hey, man, I'm thinking about a new business deal. Do you want to hear about it? Why are we so quick to say no or to protect ourselves or for our antennas to go up and say, "Okay, now nobody taking advantage of me. Why does that happen? Well, one of the terms that we use in ontological coaching is the term of the survival mechanism. And basically, we hold it that as human beings, we basically have a choice to come from our highest and best, which we call essence, you know, our essence, or we can choose to come from our automatic way of being, which is our survival mechanism. And the reason we call it the automatic way of being is because whenever we're backed into corners, As human beings, we have an automatic, you know, you know, you have an automatic. So, for instance, if while you're driving, you get pulled over by the police, you know, you you already know how you're going to be and what you're going to say. Like some of you, your heart rate's going to go up. 
You're going to be a little stick scared. You're going to have your driver's license, everything ready to go. And I'm going to crack this window and hand them this stuff and see what's going on. You already know how you're going to be because that's, in some cases, you know, you may feel a stressful situation. And you can predict how you're going to be about that stressful situation. That is what we call your survival mechanism. Okay. And you can choose to come from your highest and best, um, which is your essence. But typically in a stressful situation, unless you've practiced this thing, you're just not going to do it. It's just not going to happen. Okay. So your survival mechanism is basically designed to keep you alive to help you survive that's why it's called your survival mechanism but the important thing to consider about the survival mechanism is this that all you are doing is surviving you are not thriving and in order to thrive often that means that you have to dive into brand new opportunity and again there's two ways to be You can come from your highest and best and thrive and say, hey, I'm going to do something new. I'm going to accept something new. I'm going to try something new because it's not going to kill you. Or you can say, no, I'm scared of that. I'm going to try to be safe and survive. But remember, surviving doesn't get you to the next level. It just keeps you breathing. And so those are that's another reason we avoid opportunity. Because we haven't come to grips with our own survival mechanisms yet. And so a a good thing for you to do is to begin to just ask yourself, where is this showing up? And it shows up for all of us. It shows up for me. You know, know, same thing for all of us. You cannot be a human being on the face of the planet breathing and moving around and not have a survival mechanism. And so as a result... It's extremely important for us to become aware. Aware of what is slowing me down. My survival mechanism is here to keep me alive. And the way that it wants to keep you alive is by ensuring that nothing changes. So that means no further success and hopefully no further setbacks. But think about it. Surviving is hard work. (laughs) <laughs> you know, playing the middle is hard work. And so if you want to choose something different, then you have to step out on a limb and thrive. In order to thrive, then, you know, you, you have to accept new opportunity. All right. So self-protection is number four. Number five is we want to maintain control. We want to maintain control. Now, this one is interesting because many of us live in the illusion that we can control the things that we think we know. All right, so what do you mean by that, Linnell, you might ask? Well, you know, you you feel like you know your spouse, and so I can set things up for them to run. You know, I'm pretty, it's pretty predictable how things can go. And I want to maintain as much control as possible. So you have this illusion that you're maintaining control, right? And believe me, a lot of people can tell you about the relationships. There was an illusion there. And then they found out later, they didn't have any control if things didn't work out. Right. 
But often we buy into this illusion that I can maintain control. And if anything new comes with a level of unpredictability that causes us to steer clear. I'm sorry. If anything new comes with a new level of unpredictability, typically that will cause us to steer clear of any thing in that vicinity because we feel like, uh oh, something new is happening, something unpredictable is going on, and I need to avoid that. And the opportunity is there because, by its very nature, unpredictability provides something new. Opportunity is in unpredictability. I mean, it's it's one and the same. And typically we look to avoid unpredictability. And as a result, we avoid opportunity. I mean, it's it's all together. So to explore an opportunity would mean that we would have to give up the story we tell ourselves that we are in control. I mean, think about this. Because some of us really do feel like we're in control of our lives. Like, you know, I got I have control. And unfortunately, the story of control is so strong with some of us that we remain trapped in a tiny space of predictability. With the sole purpose to stay safe. All right. So what do I mean by that? I mean, I I work with young people on the west side of Chicago. And when I've worked with them, often what I've found in having conversations with them is that some of them have never seen the lakefront. They just, they just haven't never seen the lakefront. So, well, hey, why don't you, why haven't you gone to the lake? Uh, no, I don't know, no, I don't know anybody. I don't, I, I don't know anything other than my space, you know, this three or four block radius. And so as a result, they end up missing out on things that are right outside of their comfort zones that are wonderful and beautiful because they feel like if they remain in that four or five block radius, they can stay safe. And the sad thing is a lot of times we are no safer in our tiny space than we are in the gigantic world of opportunity. You know, I can remember, I think it was 2008 or 2010 can't remember I can't remember exactly but I uh oh it was 2010 I was headed to India and I was going to a city called Varanasi Varanasi is a religious city for Hindus it's uh, a lot of Hindus go there for pilgrimages and um there was just a bombing there had just been a bombing in Varanasi and uh this is shortly after some of the things that happened in Mumbai as well some terrorists in Mumbai. And so, I, you know, I had people around me saying, hey, man, you know, that's not safe. Well, when I was still in the city, while I was still in Chicago, it's not safe to go to India. You know, why would you go to India right now with all the unrest? And there was just a bombing in Varanasi, and you shouldn't do that. Um, why are you going to Mumbai? You know, they just had, you know, those terrorists in the Leela Palace over there. And aren't you staying near there? And... It was hilarious to me because at the time 
you know, crime was a lot of the way, a lot of ways the way it is in Chicago right now. Um, so I'm gonna stay in Chicago as if this is safer than being somewhere else where similar things are happening. I don't understand. But we have this concept or this ideal that what we know is safer and what we don't know is not. And uh, it's an illusion. It's an illusion because something can happen to you in the space that you know the same way that it can happen to you in a space that you don't know. And that's the illusion I'm getting at with number five. We want to maintain control. Now, what is the sixth way that we avoid new opportunities and possibilities? The sixth way is that we dislike vulnerability. Opportunity makes us vulnerable. Like I shared, you know, recently I had the opportunity to get married. And so I've been married now a month and a half. And if there is anything that I can tell you about marriage is it makes you vulnerable. The opportunity itself makes you vulnerable. (laughs) Sir Henry's laughing at me. It makes you vulnerable. You know, he's been married long enough now where he probably don't feel any vulnerability. It just is what it is. But when you're discussing, you know, your personal finances with another person and it's no longer your personal finances, it's our finances, that's vulnerable. And that's vulnerability at its best. And it's also new opportunity. And so there are times when we walk into new opportunity because traditionally that's just what you're supposed to do. Marriage is one of those things. Having a baby is another time where we walk into new opportunity um, because that's just what you do, right? It's no different birthing a business. It's going to be some ups and downs, some sleepless nights, some nights you don't get a lot of sleep. Any business owner, entrepreneur can tell you that. But because we don't know it, we say, oh, no, I don't want to do that. That's not something I want to (laughs) do. Well, if you can get married and have a child, then who said you can't you can't handle entrepreneurial uh, entrepreneurialism? Um, You can. It's just a story you tell yourself. We dislike vulnerability. Another reason we we might say we don't want to do that. It's because now I have to tell people I don't know. I don't know what I'm doing or I need help. And that's tough for us. You know, so opportunity makes us vulnerable. And the newness of opportunity exposes us to a plethora of circumstance, situations and information that we just don't know. So taking advantage of an opportunity can often leave us defenseless and completely outside the safety of the fence that encompasses our comfort zones. You're vulnerable. But that's the space you want to play in because there's something about that that provides growth. One of the other things that I often share with my clients is that when you're outside of your comfort zone, you are growing. You're growing. And there are a number of things that I can remember were outside of my comfort zone, you know, maybe two or three years ago. And now they are inside of my comfort zone, which means my 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 zone has expanded. You know, being on the radio is one of them. When I first started, it was outside of my comfort zone. Um, I used to be 
uh, terribly nervous, sweating the entire show. And uh, and now, you know, no sweat. Uh, If anything, just looking to figure out how I can be completely uh, connected to the audience and ensuring that you all are getting exactly what you need from me. So there's a shift. So taking advantage of opportunity can often leave us feeling defenseless and outside the safety of the fence that encompasses our comfort zones. And, and while, you know, these truths can be disconcerting, it's important to remember that in this place, this place outside of your comfort zone where you, you know, where you're sweating, where your, your palms are sweaty and you're nervous, that is where most of the world's most successful human beings have found their magic. That's where, that's where they found their magic, outside of their comfort zones. So what opportunity are you passing up because you do not want to be vulnerable? Because you want to maintain some type of control or, as we talked about last week, you want to stay comfortable. You know, you, you caught up in your feelings. I don't feel like doing something. Uh, that you know or you, you see as an opportunity. This episode of Inspirational Perspective was recorded at the Midway Broadcasting Corporation in Chicago, Illinois on WVON 1690 AM, The Talk of Chicago. Thank you for listening. Go to the Inspirational Perspective Facebook page and like the page. Follow Linnell Harris on social media at the handle Linnell Harris. You can find him on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter with that handle. Text INSPIRED to 43783 to receive free inspirational quotes and updates.